Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're doing Masechta's Kloyim Perik Tess. Mishnah Hey and Mishnah Vav. We actually did a lot of Mishnah the other day, and that is as follows. Mochrik, Sus, Mochrik, Kadark. You have a person who's selling, who's peddling his wares, and how does a peddler peddle his wares? As we all know, caps, caps for sale, 50 cents a cap. Where were the caps? On top of his head. So too, the person selling this begotten of Kloyim, he's wearing, let's say, this jacket, he wears it in order to show it off. How can he do so? Isn't it Kloyim? As long as he doesn't have kavana to protect him from the sun when it's sunny outside and the rain when it's raining outside, i.e., what's the purpose of clothing? To offer protection, to clothe you. In this case, in this case, since he's not having that intention, it's not for to protect him, but rather just to show off his wares. It's not a problem. And the pious ones would instead of wearing them because they they wanted not have any sort of chashash of klayim, they would put it on a stick and pedal the wares that way. Mishnavav is a very similar idea. Tofrik sus, Tofrik Kadarko. You have a tailor who sews garments. How do you normally sew garments? You lay it over your knees and you start sewing it up. Well, can they can they sew klayim? Why can't they sew klayim? Because it's on their leg and it's going to cover their legs. The same idea. So long as they're not having the kavana that it's for protection for the purpose of wearing clothing, but rather it's just to sew it up. Not a problem. But the pious ones, we tofer it in the ground. Will be on the ground. Therefore, they would avoid any sort of chashash. And this concludes our Mishnah Yomi for today. We're 1 minute 25 seconds in, so I figure I have so much time. Perhaps you're driving somewhere or walking somewhere. Let's say a quick Dvar Torah. So I'm going to tell you my drusha or the key of the key points for my drusha this Shabbos. And that is as follows. If you turn to the Psukim, the Psukim tell us, the Psukim tell us in Parshas Acharemos, you should not copy the practices of the land of Egypt where you dwell, or the land of Canaan to which I take you, nor should you follow in their laws. As says Hashem, don't follow the ways of Israel, don't follow the ways of Canaan, the land which I brought you. And ask the Kliyakr, I don't understand. What is going on here? Why the redundancy? Just say don't follow the ways of the non-Jews. Why say don't follow the practice of the land and specify the land of Egypt where you lived and the land of Canaan where I'm bringing you. And the Kliyakar says something so amazing, so apropos for this time of year, for the time of Yom Atzmaut, and he says as follows. Hashem was saying, don't make the two crucial mistakes that were made. The mistake of living in Mitzrayim, where you're in Gullus, and things were good in Gullus. You built yeshivas, you built institutions, you built restaurants, of course. And you didn't want to leave, you dwelled there. In fact, when you left, you complained about leaving, and many Jews never even left. Don't make that mistake. The practices of the land of Egypt where you dwelt, nor the land of Canaan, which I brought you. Don't make the mistake of being forced to go to Eretz Canaan. Don't make the mistake of you having to be brought there. Recognize Israel for its inherent quality, its inherent greatness, not just as a place of refugee, of, of refuge, a place where you're forced to go when you have nowhere else to go, when the doors are closed elsewhere you have to go to, but recognize Israel for all it has to offer as a value, as the land of your forefathers, the land where Hashem has a closer connection, and when you do that, then, when you do that, then you'll actually recognize the purpose of Gullus, our place in Gullus, and ultimately the purpose of getting to Israel, which will be the purpose of the Geulah of Meir Have a wonderful Shabbos.